This is Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, on the air. Tuning you into the Latino literary renaissance in all its splendor. Interviews, teatro, rap, fiction, poetry, memorias, composer spotlights, and more. Always mas. This is Nuestra Palabra. Latino writers have their say. I am your guest host, Rodrigo Bravo Jr., filling in for Tony Diaz, El Libro Traficante, and author of the book, The Tip of the Pyramid, Cultivating Community Cultural Capital. And even though Tony's not here, ya sabes que le damos esquina al Libro Traficante, and we continue talking about cultivating cultural community capital here in our cities, in our states, and on a nationwide level. We, of course, want to thank all of our listeners. You might be listening first via our live stream where we broadcast to various social media platforms like YouTube or Facebook. This video will also appear on fox26houston.com. We always appreciate our allies there who promote our work. And of course, the audio version, our first platform, 90.1 KPFT-FM in Houston. Of course, I have to pause here and remind our listeners that we hope that you can budget a donation to KPFT and the name of Nuestra Palabra. Latino writers have their say so that we want so that we can do our part to keep this great experiment in freedom of speech going. We want to make sure that we can always put together shows like this, our terms on our terms. Of course, we are high tech Aztecas or in my case, Wi-Fi Chichimecas. So there's also a version that will also appear on your favorite podcast streaming platform like Spotify, Apple or Google. Today, we have a great show talking about a fantastic opportunity to see a show that is just much more different than you have ever seen before. Nelson Tagalo Jr. is the founder and creative director of the Eclectic Arts Team, which was created in 2010 with the Begin My Movement project. They have a fantastic show coming up, the Multi-Zensory Exhibition, and it features 30 artists who are coming together to create a multi-sensory and interactive experience. I want to welcome to the, to the show today, Nelson Delgado Jr., as well as Tori Christensen, who's one of the artists that's going to be on the show. Uh, right now, Tori, I wanted to go ahead and pivot to you first. Nelson is going to be joining us shortly. But I wanted to talk about the work that you're doing because you are one of the artists that's going to be showing your work and really the inspiration behind that. Tell us a little bit about the, the work that you're gonna be presenting and what how that came about. Okay, yeah. So I'm really excited for this show. It's designed specifically for children who are blind, deaf, and multi-handicapped. And I create art specifically for those who are blind in honor of my little brother who lost his sight when he was seven. So me and my brother, when I was 11 and he was seven, he was diagnosed with brain cancer and lost his sight through one of the surgeries. And we used to love to do art together. So it's been like my life's mission to bring art to him and involve him in the art world still, because those who are blind are often forgotten in the visual arts, even though, of course, art is for everyone. And creativity is, everybody's entitled to creativity. That's part of our human experience. And so I make art out of fiber that's soft to the touch, that won't hurt your braille reading fingers, um, that is colorful or is black and white or looks like a garden just kind of depends on what i'm going for but most recently i did a show for my little brother that was based around pikachu and ash ketchum 
because that's his all-time favorite show and what he missed seeing most when he lost his sight. So um, obviously now we know about like uh, descriptive narrative audios. So there's ways for him to enjoy his show still. But at the beginning, when he first lost his sight, we didn't know about all those resources. So it was a really big blow that he had to sit in a hospital room by himself without being able to watch what he wanted. And so I did um, three tapestries and one was clear as though he could see it before he was seven. And then it got more and more blurry and more and more textured um, to represent his vision loss and his ability to see tactually. So um, he flew out to come and see it. It was really, really fun. A lot of my friends, I work in Braille services. So a lot of my friends who are visually impaired were able to come out and feel as well. And they were really careful to touch every piece and tell me what they felt like was their favorite part. And so, oh yeah, that's it. That's my brother. (laughs) He's so cute. And so he got to come and feel it and it was really special. It was something that was really important to me and to him. And so, so to see creators like Nelson bringing that to a larger audience is really moving and really special um, that we can see many people enjoying this kind of art and through many different artists who can interpret it in a lot of different ways. So I'm really looking forward to the show. I have to admit, Tori, I, I am I am in tears right now. It's amazing. I, I I'm looking at it, and I, you know, my my boys. I have two boys. They love Pokemon, and the love that you have for your brother to create this art so he can still experience it. That that is amazing. And we have your website right now for our live stream viewers that are with us right now, or people that are listening on the podcast. And, and we're looking at the site. Her, her, I definitely want to make sure that people know ToriChristensen.com. You can see her artwork there, but it's just a beautiful story. And, and Tori, what 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 inspired you to create this type of art? I know I know you said that it was your brother, but I, I guess like there could have been so many different arts, right, or, or different mediums they could have used. What really inspired you to use this type of textile art, weaving together, you know, the the, the different forms and whatnot? What, what what led you to pick this type of medium? Mm-hmm. Thank you for asking. Um, well, I started with painting. And I like color coordinated different um, notes to different colors. So I would do the paintings in the key of B flat or C or whatever. And so I did a whole show based on that. But when I did it, I didn't, I don't know why, but I didn't create a soundscape with it. So you could look at it and there was something on the wall that said, oh, this is the key B flat. And I was like, oh, great. But then my brother came and he's like, that's nothing to me. <laughs> like, it's, I can't see it. I can't hear it. So I was like, oh, shoot. Okay. So I had to rethink what I was doing. And then in college, I studied um, textiles, well, among other things, but I did fabrication and I just really fell in love with fiber and textile arts. And so to be able to merge that into something that became so much more was really meaningful to me. So because it's soft, because it's something that's not obtrusive, that won't hurt your fingers and can be manipulated in a lot of different ways. And there's a lot of freedom to make it look how you want, right? There's, I can dye my wool, which is what I do. I dye my wool, I spin my own yarn, some of it, not all of it, but um, so it makes it really colorful. It gives me a lot to play with. And I've really liked that. So my first endeavor with painting was kind of a failure, but a success and that it led me to my next endeavor in fiber art, which I really love. That, that is amazing. And I love that you, you know, we're willing to explore and then say, hey, you know what? This isn't working. Let me try something else. 
because a lot of people they they, they would see that like no i'm creating art this is the way i want to do it but you felt that hey i'm not just creating art for myself i'm creating art for my community how can i best serve my community and that's really speaks to you know the heartfeltness of the work that you're doing for that work uh, tell us ha has your work ever appeared anywhere else is this the first time that you're going to be exhibiting your art um, so I did that show that I mentioned with the Pikachu, um, for my brother, but other than that, um, I did like a small business card art show where all of my weavings were the size of a business card, but I was one of like a hundred artists and that was really cool. That was my first time exhibiting and I was like, Oh, great. But people weren't allowed to touch it there. And so I was like, well, that kind of defeats my purpose. And so I started looking to other galleries that would actually let me have interactive art because that's why I'm making my art. So I got the residency with the Techni Gallery in Houston through TXRX Labs at the East End Makerspace, um, which is where I did my solo show with the Pikachu tapestries that you showed and that's on my website. And then um, this upcoming show is what I'm gonna be doing. This is my second showing really. And it's one that fits my needs perfectly and is like just being so accessible to everyone, it's exactly what I want in an art show. And so to be invited to do that has been such a blessing. Well, I agree. I think it's amazing. I am so, I'm just so touched by the work that you have there, just watching that video and knowing that, you know, that we are doing art, not just for folks that we always think about, but for everybody, that we're being inclusive. And this is why this art show is so important. And Tori, I know you have to run, but thank you so much for sharing your story. And I definitely want to make sure that folks you know, know how to reach you. Tori, do you have any social media where people maybe can follow you, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram? Yeah, I have an Instagram that stays pretty active. So it's at Tori, T-O-R-I underscore makes. Um, and that's that's the tag. And then my website is ToriChristensen.com. Well, Tori, thank you so much for joining us and for sharing your story. And I hope people are inspired and touched by the artwork that you're creating because th this really is bringing in a whole other audience that sometimes is forgotten, that people don't think that they should enjoy art, but they should. They definitely should. And, and, uh, and I got to be honest with you, when I saw that, I was just in tears. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing because I have two boys that love Pokemon. And, and, and for you to share that love with your brother, just, oh, my God, that touched my heart. Thank you so much, Tori, for joining us. And I want to go ahead and welcome Nelson Delgado Jr. Nelson, we just spoke with Tori regarding the artwork that she's doing. I have it back here. <laughs> I see. Oh, yeah, you sure do. For everybody that's on our live stream or listening on yeah. the podcast, Nelson has that textile Pokemon picture in the back of his uh, studio there. N Nelson, tell us a little bit more about the vision for creating this. What inspired you to start this uh, particular exhibition, the multi-sensory exhibition? Well, uh, this exhibition actually uh, began in 2010. And it was an inspiration between my best friend and I. Uh, we Our first exhibition was at the Wynwood Arts District. Uh, 
Mr. Goldman donated a warehouse and we had over 200 works of art that were exhibiting at the warehouse and the money was for kids who needed prosthetics and we did a sold out event. We sold 198 pieces that night. <laughs> it was amazing. And uh, the whole thing was a huge success. The sad part about the whole thing was that my best friend uh, passed away one month prior to the, to the exhibition. So he wasn't able to be there. And um, since then I, I stopped and recently I had a vision, I, I guess it was him <laughs> and, and telling me to get, to get my act together and to get back to what we had started in, at that time. And it was a, it, it was a huge inspiration around three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and I woke up and I'm like, okay, I, I, I have to do this. This is what I set out to do a long time ago and I need to continue doing it and, and inspiring people and, and actually bringing people together uh, in the arts. And I, I got a huge confirmation, especially when I went to Miami for Art Basel this uh, last year. And I noticed there's nothing at all for blind people or multi-handicapped people or deaf people, no, nothing in Art Basel. Over 780 galleries, art galleries come down to Miami for, for an entire two weeks exhibition and there's nothing for for uh, anyone that has disability in any form and I I believe with my artists and with this this project we're going to be able to change that well I can see already the vision Tori really gave us a great example of why this art happens I think a lot of fo folks you know like myself uh, you know, maybe think of art, you know, in, in certain ways, because we, we have different abilities, right? But yeah. when you talk about other folks that don't have that, who are, you know, are, are very well, can listen, can see, can, you know, touch, but maybe they can't do other things. You start to understand like, hey, you know what, there's ways you can experience art in different matters. I wanted to go back to that first exhibit, because I think it really kind of tells into your vision you know and, and it was it was really incredible to hear that you were able to gather so many artists yeah. in such you know in such a time frame and then sell so many works of art for the, the foundation tell us a little bit about that movement and how it corresponds to the movement that you're doing right now here in Houston Texas well that that one is uh, it was called uh, art make the world move and we gathered 200 artists within one year and my inspiration uh, for the whole thing was that I wanted to unite artists, but for a cause. And uh, inspiration came out of my best friend, Reiner, uh, taking me actually to Colombia to do ayahuasca. I don't know if you know what ayahuasca is, but uh, I took the ayahuasca medicine, the herb, and from there, uh, it literally changed my perspective about life and why we're here on this on this planet and that we are here to to give and to to do things for others as well for ourselves and my my way of thinking is if you do not love yourself how can you love god which created you and created everything around around you so basically 
I believe that these artists truly love who they are, the work that they do, and that's why they're they're inspired to continue uh, doing the, uh, these works uh, of art for the project, for the for the Begin My Movement project. No, that's great, Nelson. And, and so, so you use that the success that you had at that particular exhibition, and now you're bringing it to Houston. What's yes. the different? What's the difference between the two, and what approach are you using that's maybe you know also different from the approach that you had over there in Miami? Well, in th in this one is uh, the one in Miami is not much as tactile or list, uh, using your senses as this one is. In this case, we all the artists are actually designing uh, these multi-sensory tables. This is a miniature version of it. If you look at the back, that that would be the the wall with the art, the actual artwork that everybody can see their artwork and everything. And then in front will be the the multi-sensory table. And these tables you can touch, you can feel, you can play with them, do whatever you can. Uh, and and they're they're basically made for uh, blind and handicap and multi-handicap uh, people. And then for the those the uh, part of it is also we're going to have uh, these headphones that will be designed with the multi-sensory table, and they will be able to you know put it on. They light up. <laughs> so the music. The music that inspired the artists to create the the table and their art will be playing in the backdrop, and at the same time, the artist will be talking to whoever might be listening and letting them know what inspired them to create the artwork. So it's it's an interactive, multi-sensory touch listen. Uh, also, on the tables, there'll be special packets that they'll be able to to smell. Uh, it'll be have different scents on it so they can smell what the artist, uh, you know, probably what inspired them to create the art. And each artist will also have a special recipe from their family or something that they love to eat. And they'll be able to to be able to take down the recipe, take a picture of it, take it home. Uh, the family will be able to create the recipe and then they'll be able to send us videos of them creating the recipe and letting letting us know what it tasted. So right there, all the senses are put together in one space for for each uh, from each artist. Nelson, it sounds like you've thought of everything there. And I just I'm so happy to hear that you're really taking the time to cultivate, like you said, a multi-sensory experience. Yeah. But you really, I mean, if, if folks could see the colors, the, the, the kind of the time that you take it for those headphones, right? Yeah. And then also incorporating food, taste, incorporating the smells, you know, and, and so forth. It really drives home the point that, hey, you know what? This experience is for everybody. You may yeah. not be able to experience everything, but there's going to be some type of art that you can experience there at the multi-sensory exhibition. Yeah. Well, one of my my inspirations to put everything together was one of my artists as well. Her name is McClessy, and um, she was one of the the beginning artists, and she'll be there at, at the exhibition. And she was one of one of the part part of the ex inspiration to to make this happen. And so, I like well, to thank her for that. <laughs> 
No, that's great. Yeah, definitely kudos for the inspiration. Yeah. We love to see that. Now, yeah. tell us a little bit more about the location of the multi-sensory exhibition. Uh, if I if I recall correctly, it's going to be at the Alta Arts. Is that correct? Yes, uh, the Alta Arts. It's it's a beautiful building. It was a, a warehouse that was converted into an art space. Uh, basically, they do all kinds of events. They have musicals operas they they have plays they also have um poet poetry reading they have special events going on constantly everybody should go check them out the altarts.org and that's where it's going to be it's going to be from uh july 22nd through august 5th it's two weeks of art exhibition the first week uh which is the uh, that Saturday, we will also have an art market with all the artists. They will have special pieces outside of the actual show that I can also purchase during the event. And we're going to have uh, music coming out from the headphones. We're going to have uh, all kinds of things happening. Uh, we, we're also going to have an, an art battle between two of our artists. They're going to do a live battle between each other and... <laughs> They're gonna to see who wins the creating the mural for the show, so that's gonna be happening as well. And uh, right now we have a VIP day, which is on Friday, uh, July twenty first, and that day, if the first twenty five people that sign up on the website beginmymovement.org will receive tickets to be at the VIP event. So fantastic. All right. Sign up, go ahead and we'll send you a, a special VIP invitation for that for that Friday. It's a private event, but um, the press is invited. All the guests from the actual artists will be invited and special. A lot of the organizations that are, will be uh, coming down to the show. Nelson. We're, we're speaking right away with Nelson Delgado Jr. Uh, he is the founder and creative director of the Eclectic Arts Movement. Uh, had a great successful exhibition in Miami and is now taking his vision to Houston, here in Houston, at the upcoming multi-sensory exhibition, which features 30 artists who together will create a multi-sensory experience at the Alta Arts, located at 5412 Ashbrook Drive, Houston, Texas, 77081. Uh, it'll, it'll, it runs from July 22nd through August 5th. But you heard Nelson say right now, if you go to his website, okay, you log in and you register, he's going to hook you up. So I'm telling everybody right now, get out there, hold Nelson accountable to his word, get those VIP yeah. tickets, and make sure you have fun. You see folks that are watching us right now and that are listening, you can see the, the, the headphones that Nelson was talking about. You can you can feel the art. It's going to be a multi-sensory experience, y'all. So it's not just you walk into the exhibit and you just merely look at something. No, no, no. There's going to be pieces of work, works of art where you can touch, you can smell, you can even taste, you can even uh, uh, you know feel everything. So it's going to be really dope. Really excited about that. Now, Nelson, we're talking about the the, the multi-sensory exhibition. 
but we also wanted to get to know you a little bit more. How did this vision happen for you? I know you touched on it briefly right now, yes. talking about your experience and also your best friend and how pivotal that you know that interaction was. But tell us a little bit more because you did share with me on your bio about you know some of the trials and the trajectory you've gotten here. Because if people saw you right now, they was like, man, this guy's got it together. Look at that. Yeah, He's pushing artwork. He's doing badass art. If people are seeing you right now, they like, man, look at all the color in his apartment. He's dressed to he's dressed to the nines. You know what I'm saying? Tell us a little bit more about you, Nelson, because I know you have a great story to share with folks. You know, regarding you coming to the point where you're at right now. Well, uh, after my best friend passed away, I just uh, I had the opportunity to continue doing what what I'm doing now in Miami but I decided not to. Uh, there were too many memories in Miami. And so I decided to move to Houston uh, with one of my close friends. And within the first three years of living here, I was diagnosed with cancer. So uh, anything that I wanted to do with the arts totally got canceled for the next about uh, two and a half years. So no, I did not have everything together. I wish I did, but the cancer hit really hard. And I, I especially did not uh, tell my family. I continued working. I continued uh, with my th the three jobs that I had. I was a security guard uh, for Valentino. I had a, a, a security job at night. I did Uber, just like so many of you do Uber out there. And uh, through the trials and tribulations, I kept going, uh, even when I was getting the chemotherapy at the same time, uh, to finally, I, I had no choice. I had to stop and finally tell my family about it. And well, from there, all hell broke loose. <laughs> so uh, everybody came to Houston and to support me and help me out. And from there, uh, things got better. Uh, I got better and um, I had, I, I, I don't know who believes in La, sorry. <laughs> um, sorry, I get emotional sometimes because this, this happened to me and one of my close friends was with me when it happened. Um, um, my close friend was taking care of me that night and I don't know, I prayed to, to have a sign that I was going to be good, that if, if I would be good, then I would do anything, you know, to help out, to do whatever that I could for the community. And, um, I don't know who believes in her. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if who believes in her or not, but, um, La Vigencita just appeared. And um, um, she touched my hand. And after that, I felt this, um, this energy through my body. And after that, I knew I was going to be fine. And a few months later, everything started falling into place. And, and right now, I have to say that I'm cured. I don't know, you know. <laughs> I know everybody says to say something else, but no, I'm cured and I'm good. And right now my, my mission is, uh, 
to be healthy, to take care of who I am uh, mentally, physically, spiritually, and to move forward with this project and be able to, to help as many people as I can along the way until I guess my last dying breath, <laughs> as they say. But, but yeah, I, I had, uh, after that, I've had an epiphany to continue doing what, what I can and and I mean, my visions come and go, but I, I, I do my best uh, for, for everyone, including myself. Nelson, so, thank you so much for being vulnerable and for sharing your story. Yeah. It, it is so important that we believe, you know, that, that we do, you know, hold on to our beliefs. And I think that just speaks to how passionate you are about your movement, about what you're about and really creating a difference in the community. Uh, Tony always speaks about creating culture uh, and, and uh, creating cultural community capital. And I think, you know, what you're doing right now really is building community especially in in facets that probably folks don't even think about you know a lot of people think about the arts in a certain type of way you're changing that you're changing the way that it's perceived the way that it's you know interacted with and really bringing in a whole new audience that quite frankly is marginalized very uh, quite often you know people yeah. people with with disabilities that have different needs that, that, that aren't able to experience art like other people like myself, they still are, they, they still want to experience art. They still deserve yeah. to experience art. Yeah, they deserve it. They yeah, deserve and, and we, we can't forget it. those. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and so I wanted to also speak about your artistic vision because when we talk about the 30 artists who are gonna be there at the multi-sensory exhibition, you're one of them. You're yes. one of them, aren't you? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to do my best to finish my work because <laughs> I, I have to take care of so many things happening, but I, I will do my best to finish my work. I mean, I have uh, several pieces that will be showcasing as you enter uh, the space and um, they're, they're, they're all representing uh, one is the nose, the, the eyes, the ears, the mouth and the hands. So I. Uh, that is the big project for me <laughs> right there, which which I'm doing my best to put together. We have been accepted for the pre-exhibition uh, pre show of during Art Basel, Miami. <laughs> so <laughs> um, all my artists, we're going to be in Miami, uh, God willing, and it's going to be amazing. And we're going to be bringing the multi-sensory art exhibition to Miami. So I, I, like, I love to thank uh, Lucid Art Gallery during the design district. Um, Payal Tak has agreed to exhibit uh, all the, the entire collection for two weeks prior to Art Basel and, and to welcome those artists and people that, that are coming in for Art Basel. Uh, so I'm very excited uh, to, to announce that. So we're going to have our show here in Houston. And then in November, we're going to be driving and flying to Miami to exhibit uh, for the Art Bezel weekend. So 
That is amazing, Nelson. Congratulations yeah. on you. that. Thank you. Wow. What 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 a testament to the work that you're doing and to people believing in the vision that you have. Man, finger snaps and un aplauso yeah. para ti, Nelson. <laughs> that is amazing, man. No, that is great. Thank you. Yeah, and again, it just goes to show that when people are true to their heart and really are passionate about what they're doing and have a great vision for it and are, and are really driven to serve the community, good things happen. And, and, I, and I love that, Nelson. I'm a firm believer in that as well. We put goodness out, good things happen to us as well. And it's great to hear you say that. And, and one last point I want to make, and this is Tony talks about this in his book, uh, The Tip of the Pyramid. It is about cultivating community cultural capital with the folks that we, you know, that we that we are building with. It's yeah. not about just, you know, you know, eyes and views and so forth. It's about consistently working with the folks that are helping you build that those connections. And to hear you say that right now and make that announcement right now that the multi-sensory exhibition will not just be here in Houston, but it will also travel to Miami. That, that is fantastic news because I know that there's folks in Miami that want to see this, that are going to see this, and they're going to appreciate the fact that you, Nelson, have brought this vision to the community in Miami after bringing it to here in Houston. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, Payotak was so excited when, when she saw the, the whole collection and everything. And uh, right now she's waiting to see the, the show on the 21st and uh, right after after she sees the show uh, her gallery will be choosing uh, three to five artists that will actually be staying for Art Basel so that that is going to be a huge uh, incentive for my artists to darle las ganas <laughs> como se dice porque tienen que dar todo lo que puedan para este evento Tienen que hacer todo lo que pueda. No solo estamos ayudando a la comunidad, pero nosotros tampoco, también eh, estamos eh, enseñando nuestros trabajos al mundo. Claro, claro, claro. Oh, so sí, sí. Eso es, otra, eso es otra cosa que es muy importante. That's another thing that's so important, right? That the yeah. artists, we're here to serve the community, but artists are also artists, right? Yeah. And, we're, you know, they're trying to, hey, you know, they have visions. They want to sell paintings. They want to make sure that their art gets, you know, seen, that people, you know, resonate with the work that they do. So I'm glad that you pointed that out and that you brought that up. Uh, Nelson, tell us a little bit more about where folks can reach you on the internet okay uh well the, the eclectic arts movement uh says it all uh eclectic means a variety of things put together into one so the eclectic arts movement when you abbreviate it it spells the word team t-e-a-m which is a team of artists uniting all for one cause uh to do something different for the the community and for the world and the begin my movement is is like an affirmation for each artist saying when they say it, they're telling people to begin their movement to help them begin their movement and that that's been a 
a huge thing uh, with our artists, telling them, hey, this is your movement as well as mine. We're putting it all together. Uh, we're uniting for this. And and that's that's basically it about the, the eclectic arts movement and and the Begin My Movement project. That, I mean, I'm, I'm not praying that if it does amazing in Miami, we can head off to New York. <laughs> so, hey, let's put, let's put that out there, Nelson. Yeah, let's that's put that out that's there. our next step. Uh, we, we will have um, a donation. Uh, if, if uh, Starting tonight, we will have a donation box in the website at uh, beginmymovement.org. And if you go to the donation box, it'll, be, it'll say charity. And you like to donate any money uh, for our artists to head to Miami, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. Right now, we have to raise about uh, $40,000 to, <laughs> to be in Miami, uh, to transport all the artwork, uh, to have to rent the truck, uh, to rent uh, the Air, Airbnb that, that we're going to stay in for the show. So it's, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of things that we have to do. And I mean, we're going to put our money into it, but if, if anyone out there would love to donate uh, to the cause, that'll be greatly appreciated. And, and you'll get invites to the, to the VIP definitely. <laughs> so. No, we, we, we would love to see that. We would love to make sure that we promote this and make sure that folks know that uh, you know it, it is on your website beginmymovement.org we have it up on the screen right now yes, we're also going to make sure that we we put that on our website as well nuestra palabra because we want people to know that you know th th this this is not just a one off thing y'all you know nelson has created a vision people are believing in the vision and as you can hear right now he's done a successful exhibition in miami i know this exhibition is going to be very successful here in houston and now we got another presentation there in miami again and look yeah. let's go to new york let's go to chicago let's go to los yeah. angeles let's go all over the place nelson i think this is yeah let's let's bring let's let these people be able to interact with with the art world and and be able to be part of our, our community i mean we have all of our senses and uh this i think will help us be a little bit more grateful of what we have um our hands our eyes or nose so we can smell our ears to listen we'll be able to we we every day have this uh with us but most of them don't and i think this will be an opportunity for them to for everybody to to be more appreciative of of the senses that we have in our body and that god gave to us well nelson it's been a pleasure speaking with you i really appreciate the opportunity to share the your vision also the team vision as well as the begin my movement.org vision and also the multi-sensory exhibition tell us one more time the details uh, about the multi-sensory exhibition where it's going to be at the times and also finally where they can reach you at all right the multi-sensory exhibition will be held at the alta arts uh you can check the altaarts.org and you could check them out there. The address is on their website, or you can Google the Alta Arts and you'll be able to get their, their address. I'm, I don't have it from the top of my head. I do apologize. Uh, you could uh, send me an email at nelson at beginmymovement.org, 
or you can uh, give us a call if you want to already VIP for the event, the exhibition. Uh, that number is 713-320-2250. And you can leave a voice message. Let us know how many people will be uh, going on the 22nd of July. And we will put you down on the list for that day. And of course, the first 25 that send uh, sign sign up will be getting VIP tickets for Friday, uh, July 21st. We are definitely supportive of the project that you're doing, and the the fact that you're going to be coming up with 30 artists. They're going to create this multi-sensory experience at the Alta Arts. This is located at 5412 Ashbrook Drive, Houston, Texas. Uh, it's going to be from July 22nd through August 5th. And one final thing. Folks, you want to find Nelson online, it would start at at Begin My Movement. You can find him on the Instagram pages, on Twitter, Facebook, at Begin My Movement. Uh, those are his social media handles there. But, of course, if you are in the Houston area, please give Nelson a call right now. Get, get those tickets on lock. And also let your friends know this is going to be an amazing exhibition there at the Alta Arts. For It's going to be multi-sensory, okay, y'all? Uh, you know, th th this is so important that we make sure that we make arts available to everybody. And so, Nelson, once again, thank you so much for creating this vision, having this mission, and also seeing it through, making a successful exhibition in Miami, having another one. I know it's going to be a success here in Houston and hopefully beyond. Oh, thank you so much. I forgot to say that all the events are free to the public, so there's no charge at all. Uh, we will ask for donations at, at the location, at the Alta Arts, but the event is free. Uh, it's for everyone. So whoever wants to come is welcome. Thank you. Nelson, it's been our pleasure. And once again, talking about inclusivity, no cost, y'all. Now, look, yeah. some of y'all can pay. Please make sure you make a donation to the, uh, to, to the multi-sensory exhibition, to the Begin My Movement uh, mission. Make sure you make that donation. But hey, look. If you're having a tough time and you just want to see some good art, go yeah. over there. Again, Nelson is not declining anybody. He's going to make sure it's inclusive to everybody. Thank you so much, Nelson, for joining us today on the broadcast. Thank you. We're going to we're going to go ahead <clears throat> go ahead and start closing down the show. But before I do so, I want to remind everybody we are on 90.1 KPFT. If you can, please make a donation to KPFT in the name of Nuestra Palabra. Latino writers have their say so that we can do our part to keep this great experiment in freedom of speech going so that we can continue delivering shows like this where we bring you the arts from the city, from Nuestra Comunidad, for La Gente, for all gente. Uh, my name is Rodrigo Bravo Jr. It's been a pleasure filling in for Tony Diaz. I hope everybody has a great day, and we'll see you at the arts. Bye, everybody. Ciao. Thank you.